0: Running. Lift off. We have a lift
1: off. Good evening. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here, Atlanta's Evening News. As we are meeting this evening, the State Senate is in session debating House Bill 481. Speeches are going on in the run up to the vote. That is the fetal heartbeat legislation. A number of businesses. Have now come out against it today. Uh, a lot of them are are left leaning businesses uh, to begin with, um, and I, I'm I'm scrolling through. I mean, you would expect some of them uh, who are coming out, and and not all of them are representative of their businesses um, or even prominent in their business. Like somebody from Morpheus Brewing is is out there. Um, Let's see. Uh-huh. The editor for How Stuff Works. <laughs> um, somebody from Emory. Of course, somebody from Emory signed a letter opposing, um, opposing the fetal heartbeat legislation. Um, Looking, are there any other, there aren't any major surprises. The only one I think of note is the uh, chief operating officer, of Focus Brands. Oh, and, and there's uh, Terry Polk, the director of brand development for Coca Cola North America, uh, is opposed to the uh, fetal heartbeat legislation. Uh, but the the COO of Focus Brands, that is the parent company of McAllister's, Moe's, Cinnabon. Uh, Anti-Ans and Schlotsky's Deli has come out saying businesses need to oppose this. Uh, it's a it's a bunch of Democrats basically. It's it's a bunch of Democrats who are Democrats and have been Democrats who are coming out using their business titles uh, to oppose this legislation. Oh, breaking news! <gasps> this is breaking news, folks. Alyssa Milano has come out against the fetal heartbeat legislation, which will be. Uh, up for a vote here momentarily. This is just so ridiculous. Okay. So uh, what is the fetal heartbeat legislation? The fetal heartbeat legislation would say that when a child has her own heartbeat separate from her mother's, uh, the child will have legal standing in Georgia. Um, So you've got your own heartbeat, your own DNA, you are your own human being. Now, what's so interesting here is is we had a couple people who wanted to call in and say it's just opinion. Uh, that that it's opinion that you're a separate distinct life form. No, 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 you have your own DNA, you have your own heartbeat. Uh, that means you are a human being. that that's not opinion. That is science. Uh, and it's stunning to hear left wing progressive doctors come out and say, no, no, that's just that's opinion. No, we know when life begins scientifically uh and so scientifically basically what this legislation does is it applies science to the law and says that this is a person they have their own heartbeat they have their own DNA they are their own person and as a result of that their parents should be entitled to the uh tax breaks for parents who have children because they have a child. The child may not be out of the womb yet, but they certainly have a child, and they certainly have costs related to that child, including doctor's visits, prenatal visits, prenatal care. Likewise, mothers uh, would be able to have fathers help cover the cost of the pregnancy if, they, if a deadbeat dad is involved. The, a mom gets pregnant, the dad will have to cover the costs. Uh, also, the legislation would begin to restrict abortions in the state, once the child has her own heartbeat, uh, because she is her own person and is entitled to rights under the law, exceptions would be made for rape, incest, and the life of the mother. Um, it, those were necessary to get the legislation through. Some pro-lifers are upset about that, uh, but there you go. Um, we will, I will keep you up to date as this legislation moves forward, Um Senator James Donzella James, uh, from House or Senate District Thirty Five, speaking right now, saying, "Trust the mother." It's 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 fascinating to me that the most fascinating thing to me in this entire debate are the progressives who are hiding behind their religion, uh, claiming to be Christians, saying that God wants us to trust the mothers, uh, when Scripture itself says that God is the one who stitched us together in our mother's wombs and knew us before time began. Um, so I think they got their theology wrong there. They, this is a topic maybe for the good Friday show, a topic about how, um, how doctrine actually matters in churches. And so many churches are failing on the doctrinal standpoint, particularly left-wing progressive churches. Now, before we get into anything else, and there is a lot of news to cover, including we are expecting the Mueller report at any moment. Uh, and I'm not making that up. I, I know media reports have been circulating for a while. That uh, this was the case, that uh, the Mueller report could drop any moment. No, staff is now leaving uh, the Mueller investigation. People are resigning from the Mueller investigation. They're going to get new jobs. All of these are warning signs that the report is about to come out. The question is whether or not we will get it. Now, uh, there's also pending in the legislature, this educational scholarship legislation from Greg Dozal, the... Um, oh, sorry, folks, I'm, I'm having a brain fart here for a moment. Yeah, The, the school folks, the public school folks, they thought they had killed the legislation. Uh, they've been very, very adamant about this legislation, but, uh, it appears that, um, Greg Dozal and the leadership in the state Senate. They revisited the legislation. They restricted, made some restrictions on the legislation that some of the Republicans wanted. They thought it was too expansive up front. They wanted it to rein it back in some. So they reined in the legislation, making the pool of people who could take advantage of it smaller. They have attached it to another piece of legislation, and it should be getting a vote soon. This is good legislation. You need to understand the way this works. Uh, The state government, this is why it's really about uh, school choice that public schools are opposed to this because public schools aren't impacted by this legislation. You need to understand that despite the spin, public schools aren't truly impacted by this. Now, what am I talking about? The state government of Georgia assigns an amount of money per student in public schools in Georgia. So if your child goes to school X, they get uh, that school gets that money from the state. But if your child transfers to school Y, school X no longer gets that money. School Y gets that money. And if your child then goes to school Z, well, school Z gets that money. The money goes from the state, and it's to the pupil. Now, what happens if the child drops out of the school? Well, then if your child stops going to public schools, the public schools stop getting that money. If the child dies, if the child goes into homeschool, if the child goes to public school or to private school or the child moves out of state, all of these contingencies, the state stops sending money to the schools. So all Greg Dozol is doing is say, hey, let's set up an educational scholarship fund where if a parent has a special needs child and is below the poverty line, that's now how it's restricted, a special needs child below the poverty line. The money that the state sends to schools will go into this account, and the parents can use that money to send children, send their child, their special needs child, to a school of their choice. So if there's a local special needs school, a a school for disabilities, a special private school that could take that child, the parents will be able to use the money and send the child to that school. If they aren't getting enough money from the state, the state's not going to send them extra money. They're going to have to cover it out of pocket. But it's a way to help offset those costs. And as they do that, the child gets a good education. Well, public schools are opposed to this educational scholarship money. And the reason they're opposed, they say it's about the money, but it's not. As I just explained to you, they don't get the money anyway unless the child comes there. And if the child goes away, they don't get the money. It's not really about the money. What this is about is that public schools want you to believe that only they can help special needs kids that no private school wants a special needs child and that only they can do it and only they can do it well. Well, if parents are actually able to take advantage of these educational scholarships and they're able to send their children to other schools, private schools that can help their children with special needs. Suddenly we may just realize that the public schools really aren't doing the job. We don't know right now because they exist in a vacuum. We don't know that. We just presume that public schools do better than private schools because they're really in any competition for the public schools. And the public schools are deeply fearful of that competition. They're fearful of the competition that educational scholarships might bring. So they're deeply opposed to this legislation. They thought they had it killed. Greg Dolezal in the state Senate uh, from up in Forsyth County uh, just needs lots of credit for being willing to be flexible with this legislation enough to make others comfortable with it and get it passed. Well, now the public schools, they're up in arms. They're about to storm the Capitol, I think, in the next uh, 72 hours to try to kill this legislation again when it's good legislation. All it does is it helps children with special needs from parents below the poverty line. And public schools don't want them helped. That says a whole lot about our public school system in Georgia, actually. Not all of us sleep the same way. 63% of Americans sleep on their sides. I'm one of them. I, I go from one side to the other. I fall asleep on my back. I wake up in the morning. I'm on my side. My butterfly pillow gives you the support and the places you need it most. It keeps your neck, spine, and alignment throughout the night, even if you switch sides like I do. My Butterfly Pillow, and it's called My Butterfly Pillow. It's patented sleep technology. It elevates your head to where you need it. It includes a place to fit your arm and a pillow and a pillow for your ear. It's soft. It's comfortable. Listen, this is a pillow for people who get sleep. It's a pillow for people who get how I sleep. It's a pillow for you. The height is even adjustable to get the right height for you. And, you know, I, I also endorse the the call map. My kids use it to go to sleep. Do you fall asleep with white noise or meditative sounds? Get this. The My Butterfly Pillow, it has a Bluetooth-adapted night owl speaker, so you can listen to music, sounds, or even a smart TV. Seriously, it connects into Bluetooth. You can listen to music while you fall asleep. I do that, particularly when I'm taking naps. Listeners to the show can save $30 off the list price of $129. You use code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at checkout, and you'll get My Butterfly Pillow for just $99 and free shipping in the continental United States. You go to mybutterflypillow.com. You enter code ERIC at checkout. You save $30 and get free shipping. That's mybutterflypillow.com. The checkout code is ERIC. You will get a better night's sleep. You'll get a better nap. You'll just get a better sleep experience with My Butterfly Pillow. Alrighty, righty, how about we go to the phones, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, let's go to Jason in Lawrenceville. Welcome. Hey, Eric, how's it going? Good, how are you?
0: Good,
2: good, thank you.
3: Um, yeah, I just had a comment, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, if, say, for example, a, a pregnant woman is murdered, are they not charged with the murder of two people? Yes. Uh, you know, "quote unquote" people. You know, people. That's the point, right? That's a person.
2: So, right.
3: it. You know, I just thought that was another example of you know. Of what you're
1: talking about, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. very much so. And this is recognized in a lot of places across the country. the The unlawful taking the life of a mother, also with a child, it's very interesting. In pro-abortion states, uh, they're actually trying to get rid of these laws. New York being one of them, they're trying to get rid of the the law that would charge someone with taking the life of a child. Uh, of, of an unborn child, because they think that we've got to get rid of any legal protections for a child in the womb. So in states like New York, I think New Jersey is one. There are a couple others. Uh, they're trying to get rid of existing laws that would punish someone for taking the life of a child in utero, which is just crazy, uh, sad. Now, let's go back to the Volans. James in Covington, you're next. Welcome. Hello, Eric. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm
3: good. So my question is, what procedures are they going to have in place to stop a mother from claiming the child, say, next year, year after um, for the tax credit and then going across state line and having an abortion and then continuing to claim that child on the taxes? Who's going to know at that point? So what are they going to have in place?
1: Well, you know, let me. Da- that's a. That's actually a good question, James. And I'm not 100 percent sure. I know that there's there's a fraud provision in the legislation for people who try to do that. Uh, basically, what James is saying is you 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 have a child, you get pregnant, you take the tax deduction, and then you go abort the child. Um, there is a fraud protection in there. Um, And I do believe that there is a provision in there for documentation if you've had a miscarriage versus have had an abortion. Uh, So I know they've thought about that. I'm not myself completely sure what the particular detail is, but man, James, I like how your mind works. (laughs) I like that. Uh, okay. Uh, back to, do I have time to, no, I don't have time to do justice for another phone call. We'll take more phone calls when we come back. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB talk. Also, we need to talk about great Britain, uh, the United kingdom. They have lost their mind. It it is sad to see a great country collapse. An Iranian citizen has sought asylum in the UK. Uh, they converted to Christianity from Islam and, They will be killed if they go back to Iran, and the United Kingdom has rejected their claim for asylum. Can you guess why? Because the asylum board ruled that Christianity is a violent religion. Yeah, I'm not making that up. They said Christianity is a violent religion, and so the person is not allowed to uh, have asylum in the UK. Uh, That's just crazy. Uh, I wonder if the Queen heard about that. Anyway, when we come back, more of your phone calls, we'll move on to other stuff, including what to expect from the Mueller report and why people think it is coming soon. Y'all know what today is? One day closer to season eight of Game of Thrones. I'm ready. Oh, I'm so ready. I'm sad, though, because it's going to be the last season. Nonetheless, the phones here at WSB for Atlanta's Evening News, 404 wsb Let's go back to the phones to Jordan calling from White, Georgia. Welcome.
3: Hey, Eric, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. Hey, I'm a local pastor up here in Woodstock, and I i seen, I know you're Christian, I've seen uh, a news feed on Facebook the other day that WSB had put on, I believe it was yesterday, where our government is offering $1,000 to people who will come take these horses and donkeys that are available out Midwest somewhere. But yet, I know a good friend of mine that has had to go all the way to Arizona to adopt a child. He's local here because it was going to be like $5,000 cheaper But yet we'll abort babies as if they're nothing. I just our nation is so backwards it's Mm -hmm. unbelievable that we're paying people.
1: (laughs) Well and you know not only that, uh, there was a a horrific story I read. uh, I think it was David French from National Review wrote it in the Atlantic. He and his wife have adopted internationally and how much more burdensome it has become because of U.S. policy to be able to adopt uh, internationally, let alone to adopt uh, nationally, that it's even more expensive and more burdensome to adopt a child domestically. In, in fact, the whole issue now with uh, children who they can be adopted and then the birth parents can suddenly decide to take them back after the adoption, the the trauma of that. We we are so screwed up in this country, and it's allowed, I think, pro-abortion activists to, to have an argument uh, about how pro-lifers are only really concerned about children in the womb, and once they're out of the womb, we don't care. And it's not true, but it's easy to mischaracterize when it has become such a burden to try to adopt in this country. Uh, And then, of course, you have this entirely new issue that's rising, not really new, just resurfacing of activists on the alt-right and the progressive left who are really opposed to international adoptions. Uh, There's some just vigorous, nasty stuff out there from people who don't want you to be able to adopt outside of your race. They're on the left and the right. I didn't even realize this was a thing, but it actually is a thing. There are left-wing activists who are really, really, really opposed to white people being able to adopt black children, and I did not realize. I knew there were white supremacists, but there are also um, activists in Antifa and Black Lives Matters who are opposed to interracial adoption. Which is just insane. All of it insane. And it, and it all comes from this just just demonic thought, I think. Um, there are theological explanations. We don't need to go into religion channel here, but my goodness gracious, nonetheless, uh, you should know that h b four eighty one, the fetal heartbeat bill, it is still being debated on the floor of the state Senate. They began the debate at one thirty this afternoon. They are still debating as this legislation moves forward. Uh, 16 senators have spoken on it so far. The debate started around one 15, today. Uh, and they are going back and forth. The democratic women, much like the democratic women in the house of representatives during the state of the union, they are wearing white as a form of protest. My goodness, Jack in Gainesville, you're going to be next on the evening news. Welcome to WSB.
0: Hey, Jack. hey, Eric, how are you? Good. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Hey, uh. I guess before I make my statement, I, I'll preface it like I told you, Screener, that some of these people,
4: <clears throat>
0: and they're probably going to tell you that there's life in the universe if you found a microbe on Mars. Yeah. When, yep. when, me and my, when me and my wife got pregnant, we got pregnant with twins. And both my sperm and her egg were living organisms. That's, that, in, in my opinion, that's life. They got together. They're still living organisms. Now, we had three heartbeats, my wife and the twins. Mm -hmm. When we went back, we had two heartbeats. We lost one of the twins. Mm. The body absorbs that twin. So if you can be charged for murdering a pregnant woman two times for the, the, the woman and the unborn child, how is it that my wife's not being charged for murder because one of the twins died?
1: Well, there is an issue between the uh, natural and actually someone punching your wife to ensure that the child dies or shooting your wife to ensure that the child in utero dies
0: Yeah, but these wackos I can't believe they're trying to change the law to, to, to get that different too
1: yeah, I know it, it, it's it, the whole it, one of the things Jack that I'm realizing more and more in a lot of these debates, is how illogical liberalism is when you actually sit down and think about it, and how illogical secularism is. Like, for example, the left says science matters. The left says that that science is primitive. In fact, they worship science as if it's a religion. And yet uh, there's no scientific proof that transgenderism is anything other than uh, a, a psychological issue. And yet we're supposed to ignore the science or they want to say that there is science, just like anti-vaxxers have doctors who want to give you the science. Uh, But then they say gender is a moral construct. Well, if gender is a moral construct and and any progressive listening right now believes gender is a moral construct, why then must we go out of our way to have a female president if gender is a moral construct? Why does it matter that we may have a, a, a female president if gender is just a social construct? And if gender is just a social construct, why are we encouraging people to have surgeries to conform their outer body uh, towards the social construct? Is that not uh, unhealthy to do? And yet they don't think about that. There are so many illogical aspects to secularism, including in this Um between how we value adoption or not and abortion and and the sanctity of life, it just, none of it makes sense when you think about liberalism. Now, by the way, Marty Harbin on the floor of the state Senate uh, right now, good for him, defending this legislation, HB 481. Um, you're not going to be surprised to learn that um, NARAL, the National Abortion Rights Action League, uh, their Georgia chapter, is pushing. Uh, high profile business executives opposed, uh, focus brands, Emory university, park, mobile, Amazon, Coca-Cola, how stuff works, the film industry, uh, who cares? You know, there really is something that, that you need to pay attention to here is the left wing belief that businesses have to conform. There was actually an organized boycott today. Um, the left is trying to organize in boycotting against businesses In Georgia, particularly Home Depot, Delta, Coca-Cola, one other, Home Depot, Delta, Coca-Cola. There was one other one in there. I can't remember which one. Um, Because the companies themselves, executives of the companies have said they oppose it, but the companies themselves have not come out and opposed the legislation. And so the left wants boycotts about these organizations because they're not conforming to left-wing politics, which is just really striking to me that everybody has to conform to the left. You will be made to care. You will be made to care if you're a business. The left will come after you if you don't support left-wing ideology. Uh, There's no escaping them, which, you know, it's another reason many people are being persuaded to vote for President Trump in 2020 is because the left clearly is going to force the issue on us. We're not going to be able to opt out, so a lot of people are going to go with him instead i want to tell you guys about an app i have fallen in love with Uh, i'm so glad they sponsored the show my buddy jonathan last uh, from the sub beacon recommended calm to me a while back and now my kids use it to help them sleep at night i use it when i travel uh, it's just—it's a great app. Um, I'm very enthusiastic about it. Now, you're wondering, what, what is this app? What, what is calm? Well, it, you know, it's—it helps you relax. It can help you go to sleep. A lot of people just can't go to sleep when there's just absolute quiet. Calm actually can fill the background with relaxing music or with narration, with stories, with medi- guided meditation. Uh, really, really, really helpful to get you to go to sleep at night. Uh, really, really helpful when you just need to unplug for 20 minutes or so and you need to wind down. You just want to relax for a quick, you, you got a short moment, you got a breather at the office. Calm is the app for you. It really, really helps. Now, If you head to Calm.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you'll get 25% off Calm premium subscription. It includes guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, and focus. Includes brand new meditations every day. They've got sleep stories that help you relax. You can head to the magical lavender fields of Southern France with Stephen Fry. You can explore the moonlit jungles of Africa with Leona Lewis. They've even got soothing music and more. So right now... My listeners get 25% off a Calm Premium subscription at calm.com slash eric. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash E-R-I-C-K. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash eric. Get calm. Stop stressing. Go to sleep. Welcome back. The phone number here, 404 872 750 800 WSB Talk. Now, we let's see. Um, da-da-da-da. oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, this is big. Uh, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to wait on the phones here for just a minute. Uh, Ellen Nakashima with the Washington Post. Is uh, reporting that the House Judiciary Committee has been told to expect notification by 5 p.m. that the Mueller report has been delivered to Attorney General Barr. Uh, According to the uh, ABC News, the Mueller report will include no further indictments. Uh, They will not be indicting the president, nor will they be indicting any of the president's children, as speculated. Again, The House Judiciary Committee is expected to receive formal notification any moment that the Mueller report has been delivered to Attorney General Barr this afternoon. Uh, This is going to be very, very interesting. We will see how much leaks over the weekend in this report. There had been a series of reports that things were winding down as people were leaving the investigative team. Uh, What we are being told is that Mueller expects no further indictments. That actually floored some members of the media uh, who were expecting there to be more indictments. There has been a rumor swirling for several weeks that either Jared Kushner or uh, Donald Trump Jr. would be indicted by the Mueller team, but uh, people familiar with the investigation say they don't think so. The president's legal team also saying they are not expecting anyone else to be indicted now when we come back i will get you more details uh we're not going to get any notice until just after five o'clock about this so uh stick around here with wsb we will bring you the latest on this i do want to go back to the phones right now though to jane calling from atlanta welcome to wsb
4: hi eric hi there um i know i'm gonna cry about 35 years ago i had an abortion. Um. I was very young, was told it was what I needed to do at the time. Um, I was led to believe that there would be counseling. I was put in a room with probably 10 other women who were going through the same thing that I was going through. Extremely painful. Um, And it was done with. Lived with a lot of guilt for many years. Um, Was in a committed relationship. Many years after that, and got pregnant, found out that he had been sleeping with a lot of people, men and women, who had been exposed to HIV, and um, therefore I had been exposed. Mm. And I made the choice to end that pregnancy. Um, further down the, the road, um, found out through my OBGYN that because of damage that had been done, I would never be able to carry a pregnancy full term. No mercy. I'm not saying that there are situations when when an abortion is not right for a woman. I think that women should have a right to their own decision. But for me, I fully support the heartbeat legislation. I don't think there's enough counseling that is done. I think abortion is an industry that is for profit only. And there is not enough that says that this is what happens to your body this is what happens to the baby's body this is what you can expect 30 years down the road when you still live with looking at children and thinking i don't have one to hold i don't think there's enough counseling for people that go through that or the people that are in that industry really care
1: jane listen i'm going to give you the last word on that for this hour thank you for this phone call i appreciate it It has suddenly become a very busy Friday afternoon. Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here. News 95.5 AM 750 WSB, Atlanta's Evening News. Uh, It is confirmed now. Multiple media outlets confirming and U.S. congressional sources confirming they have been notified by Attorney General Barr that he has received the Mueller investigations report. The special prosecutor now telling the Attorney General that his report is concluded and finalized do not expect to see it anytime soon and that's part of the problem here um you need to understand a couple of things, and let me, if I can, here. Uh, for those of you who are on the phone, please be patient with me. I do want to come back to the fetal heartbeat. We are watching that. It is in the in the U.S. Er, in the state senate right now. It is in debate right now. Um, but before we get there, obviously, this is suddenly the big news, and you should not expect to see this report uh, even on Monday. So I'm I'm. I'm on spring break on Monday, and I said I would be glad to come in on Monday and do my show, and I am. I just don't know that we're going to know anything on Monday. The reason is this. The Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure, specifically uh, Rule 6, prohibits the details of the investigation from being made public without a court order if they were related to an indictment or other grand jury proceedings. And most of what the Mueller investigation obtained came from grand jury proceedings and is based on indictments. So none of that can legally be made public by the attorney general. In fact, the attorney general has to decide what can be made uh, available and when it can be made available. Likewise, there are federal rules regarding classified information. And remember, the Mueller investigation started as an intelligence investigation, not as a criminal investigation. The parts of it that began under the investigation, under the intelligence investigation, they're not allowed to be made public either under federal laws. Now, one of the best ways to figure out what's going to happen is to go back in history to the mid-90s. So uh, we can go back in history and see what the possible strategy is, and that would be to go back and see what did Ken Starr do. Ken Starr was constrained by the same federal rules of criminal procedure, Rule 6, where he wasn't allowed to release any part of the report if it had come from grand jury proceedings, and much of it had. So what Ken Starr did is he filed two reports with the Attorney General. One could be made public, and that was Attorney General Janet Reno at the time. One could be made public, and one could not. And the one that was made public was essentially a roadmap the roadmap showed what the conclusions of the report were the individuals who the investigator spoke to and the areas of conversation that those individuals spoke about but specifically did not say what those individuals said again if the information comes from a grand jury The federal rules of criminal procedure, this is a criminal investigation now, not just an intelligence investigation, but the criminal investigation rules prohibit their public release without a court order. So what Ken Starr did is he filed his report, also made it available to a judge with the the add-on section of basically showing his roadmap of how he proceeded, who he talked to, the areas of information they talked about, uh, and what the conclusions were. And the judge made that public because it did not violate Rule 6 of the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure. In this situation, there's the added issue of it being an intelligence investigation on top of a criminal investigation. So you will have to get uh, the executive branch of the government, particularly the Attorney General, to decide what can be made available. Now... What will probably happen, remember the House of Representatives just voted unanimously, the whole House voted unanimously, Republicans and Democrats, that the report should be made public. Uh, again, though, there are rules of criminal procedure and intelligence rules at play here that the Attorney General can't waive on his own. What the Attorney General could potentially do, however, is he could file a redacted report with Congress that he knows is going to be leaked. That redacted report leaked, it's left out the information that um, the intelligence rules would prohibit, probably leaves in the stuff uh, that the federal rules of criminal procedure prohibit, but is making it available to Congress, not actually to the public. And if it leaks, no big deal. And then he would file a separate, unredacted, completely unredacted report with the House and Senate Intelligence Committees, a smaller pool of Republican and Democratic members of the House and Senate, knowing that, too, may leak, but he's done what he was required to do, and that responsibility is now on Congress. The leaking is now on Congress. What we know for certain is that the Mueller investigation has been released. We know for certain that there are no more indictments coming. The Mueller team is now confirming ABC reports from this morning that there will be no further indictments coming. Now, keep in mind the D- Department of Justice guidelines say that the president can't be indicted. A sitting president cannot be indicted. Now, you should understand why they say that. This is, by the way, g- goes back uh, decades and decades. This has been consistent uh, across Republican and Democratic administrations. And the reason being is because of the idea of the unitary executive that under the Constitution, all power of the executive branch, f- branch flows from one individual, the president. Because power flows from the president and not towards the president, the president cannot be impeached or the president cannot be indicted. Now, why? Because the prosecutorial power is an executive power. So that power flows from the president towards his delegates, in this case, U.S. attorneys. That power cannot then turn back against the president because he's the sitting president. Again, the power flows from the president, not towards the president. So the U.S. attorney cannot then turn around and indict the president because that's the president's power being turned back towards him. That's a a constitutional principle that predates the United States. For example, the the king or queen of England cannot be indicted. The reason being is because the executive power flows from the crown. Uh, The Americans embraced this concept of the executive, and although they divided it between branches of government, the various powers, the executive power was installed within the executive branch in the form of a president who serves as the chief executive officer with certain cabinet positions underneath him, his power flowing through to them. It's a fairly well-settled principle, although there are some Democrats who disagree with it because they want to indict Donald Trump. It's been pretty consistent among Republicans and Democrats across the board across the decades. So that being said, um, the Mueller report wouldn't contemplate indicting the president, but multiple sources over the last several weeks have been fairly well saying that, there's no there there after all the conclusion with the Russians collusion one it's not a crime number two it doesn't appear that the the president actually engaged in criminal conduct uh, so there won't be any indictments it appears that the Mueller report may amount to a nothing burger from the Republican perspective although the Democrats are definitely going to want to delve into it and see if there's anything they can use not to impeach the president at this point but use as a campaign against him in 2020 you know Harry's is kind of cool because they advertise on my radio show and they advertise for the podcast. Harry's is a great razor company. You can save money, particularly, you know, you're fiscally conscious, you're trying to save money, you're on a budget. Uh, You're in college, what have you, Harry saves you money, and you get a great shave. It's not like you're compromising a shave with Harry's. It's not like you're getting an inferior shave. You're actually getting a great shave. You're getting a five-blade shave. You're getting a shave that's cheaper than the Gillette Fusion Pro Shield, but is just as good, if not better. I mean, the founders of Harry's, they bought their own factory, and they make high-precision blades, It's just, uh, listen, I've been a Harry's customer for a number of years. If you've seen me on TV, you've seen my clean-shaven face. You've seen a clean-shaven face that was shaved with a Harry's razor. So, if you want Harry's razors, uh, join millions, 10 million who've tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash eric. You get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. You get a weighted ergonomic candle, a five-blade razor with lubricating strips, trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel. Travel Blade cover Listeners of my show can redeem the trial set at harrys.com slash eric Make sure you go to harrys.com slash eric To redeem your offer And let them know I sent you To help support the show Y'all it is Friday afternoon It's after 5 o'clock It's gorgeous You should have an open container Maybe possibly like I do I don't know I wouldn't admit to that in studio Nonetheless, I'm just saying. Now, interesting tidbit out of the uh, Mueller investigation. According to federal law, if an attorney general or anyone within the attorney general's control prohibits a special prosecutor uh, from taking any action, they must notify Congress. If If the Department of Justice overrules... Any action taken by the special prosecutor, they must notify Congress. Uh, Attorney General Barr is notifying Congress, uh, has done so in the last 30 minutes, that there were no such instances during the special counsel's investigation of the attorney general or anyone in the Department of Justice uh, overruling the Mueller prosecutors or denying requests of the Mueller prosecutors. That means... Uh, And by the way, it was still overseen by Rod Rosenstein, Matt Whitaker, and then uh, the new attorney general Barr. Uh, That means that the attorney general, uh, nor anyone else, prohibited Robert Mueller from interviewing the president. There were no instances of anyone in the Department of Justice doing that, which is actually a pretty big deal because there was lots of speculation from the left that that was happening. This all reminds me, the the media speculation has been rampant on this. It's kind of like the Colin Kaepernick situation. you know, He and and the other guy, they wound up settling for $10 million with the NFL. And you had all these reports saying, oh, whispers of sources say it was $70 million, 60 to seven. Nope, turns out $10 million, which is basically in the NFL go-away money. Uh, they were just trying to get rid of Kaepernick, so so they paid him $10 million to go away. Uh, so much for standing on his principles and fighting. That's basically what we've been having with the media here, is all the speculation turns out to be rumors, none of it's true, uh, and that Mueller never apparently asked the DOJ to let him interview the president. Uh, he reached out to the legal team directly and came up with a way to talk to the president. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls when we come back, 404 Hello there. The phone number here on WSB 404 WSB 750 one800 WSB Talk. Uh, can, I, can I just say I'm actually kind of stunned uh, that the left is now attacking the Salvation Army of all things. Uh, they're attacking the Salvation Army uh, for being a Christian organization. Because they're Christian, they are definitely bigoted, according to the left. Uh, Chick-fil-A as well. Hunter Tag, by the way, just crazy. All right, the phone number here is 800 1-800-WSB. Talk to the phones we go. Uh, Eddie in Woodstock, you're next.
0: Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, real quick, uh, what I wanted to is, is, uh, make it like an emphasis in here uh, is that, first of all, the only people that is going to get benefited with this law they are the owners of the jails because what will what will happen to a mother that is pregnant and has two three siblings? She falls or whatever that happens, that it can be uh, wrongly interpreted for the law, and she goes to jail. What's going to happen with uh, with their kids? I mean, involuntary. Uh, but she's going to be charged with involuntary uh, baby slaughter. What if she already wasn't uh, like a, a
1: like a high risk of pregnancy. It doesn't matter if she's going to jail. Well, uh, no, 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 no. There, Eddie, there's nothing in the law to actually throw anyone in jail. Uh, I, I, there's There are scare tactics by the left saying that people are going to get thrown in jail for this law, but there actually isn't. The only way to get someone thrown in jail with this law is if you're committing fraud. And if you're committing fraud, uh, then you probably do need to go to jail. Um But no one's going to go to jail otherwise. Don't commit fraud. You won't go to jail. Even if you have an abortion under this law, you won't go to jail if you have an abortion. It doesn't actually, they won't haul you off to jail if you have an abortion. And by the way, if you want an abortion after the the period restrictions are imposed, you can go to any of the surrounding states that don't have this law. Uh, Yeah, nobody's going to jail, jail, Eddie. Nobody's going to jail in this law unless you commit tax fraud. Now, you can say they threw this out after the Mueller news dump um, so that it wouldn't get much attention, Uh, but Joe Biden's press secretary, Bill Bill Russo, coming out saying that the rumors about discussions on a pre-cooked ticket with Stacey Abrams are false, plain and simple. So they waited 48 hours to deny a growing... And now... No, this is something Biden wanted to do, and Stacey Abrams probably turned him down, so now they're saying it wasn't true. Uh, You don't wait until after the Mueller report is dropped after 5 o'clock on a Friday to deny rumors that have been written about in multiple news outlets for the past 48 hours. You you don't do that. Uh, Wow. Okay, Uh, back to the phones. David and Tyrone, you are up next. Welcome.
3: Hey, Eric. Thank you for taking my call, sir. Sure uh Eric, I'm calling on the heartbeat law yep uh way back when in nineteen ninety uh I married my wife, and soon after we found out she was pregnant, and right after that, we found out that she had an Odendrogalanoma astenphoma, which is a brain tumor mm-hmm. It was a no decision uh because of her the treatments that it would take the debate, the our baby could not survive the radiation that was going to happen.
1: Right. And
3: I told my wife, if, if one of us has to go to hell for this decision, I'll go to hell for this decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And we, we did an abortion.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: My concern is this law doesn't, Seem to allow for that provision. That is my only concern with this law. Uh, I I am not a pro abortionist. I I think killing a baby is murder. I think I'm going to go to hell for doing this. But well, I did it to try to save my wife. Uh,
1: a couple of things, David. Uh, first of all, yes, there is a exception. In fact, it was a highly fought over exception in the House legislation. Some of the pro life uh, state representatives were opposed to putting in a medical provision uh, to for abortion after heartbeat. Uh, but there is a a life provision for uh, an exception to abortion in that situation. Uh, so it's it's uh, rape incest. And life of the mother, and under the life of the mother provisions, it is if the mother, because of either the delivery of the child would cause the mother death, or because of life-saving treatment required by the mother that could damage uh, irreparably harm the child, uh, an abortion there is an abortion exception. So you'd be fine. But let me, David, let, let, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna focus here on this theological angle here for just a minute you you do understand you're not going to hell for your wife having an abortion and neither is she i I hope uh if if you have asked for forgiveness and you are sincere you are forgiven it is christianity 101 assuming you're christian uh, hearing you talk i assume you are it is christianity 101 there is no reason for you to be guilty nor for your wife to be guilty for her having had an abortion. You did it to save your wife. You feel remorse for doing so, even though you did it to save your wife. Uh, All you got to do, you ask for forgiveness, you're forgiven. That's Theology 101, Christianity 101. There is no reason to feel guilty, no reason to be burdened by your guilt. Your sins are forgiven if you accept Christ as your Savior, so... Uh, Don't be burdened by this. Don't be burdened by it. Uh, No reason for that. And as for the actual law, uh, there is that exception. It would be covered. It was actually highly fought over in the State House Representatives and Committee. There are some pro-lifers who do not want any exceptions at all. Um, And they were in the minority here, the life provision being one of them. And that life provision very clearly states that if the life of the mother is at risk, Uh, Due to carrying the child to term or delivery, an abortion is permissible. Likewise, if the mother must undergo medical treatment that would irreparably harm the the child, uh, an abortion is permissible. So you would be covered under the language of the law so you can support it. this just in the Mueller investigators are announcing that they have no intentions to further indict individuals in their report. Uh, no indictments forthcoming. The media already moving on. Uh, Bloomberg just sent out this tweet. Uh, Robert Mueller's investigation is concluded, but it's just one of several investigations to look forward to. Basically. Good grief. Back to the phones. We go, uh, Albert in Atlanta, you're going to be the last caller tonight. Welcome.
2: Hi, Eric, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I was, wanted to talk about the uh fetal heartbeat legislation. Mm-hmm. And just from a from a conservative point of view, you know, we argue for the life of the baby as the issue. And for liberals it's a, a question of woman's choice. So if we try to break down the, the liberal argument, right, sex is a choice for a woman, but pregnancy is really just an involuntary function. Once conception happens, Pregnancy and gestation and the transformation is pretty much on autopilot. I mean, a woman can't make a pregnancy go faster. She can't pick the sex of the baby. She can't decide the color. Um, so really, what choice or what control is this law taking away?
1: Oh, None. oh,
2: yeah. And, and my case in point would be there's a lady in Arizona who's in a, four, who in a coma for 14 years, was raped and delivered a full term baby. And she has no control over her body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, let me just tell you, and, and I got to leave it here, Albert. There's a level of selfishness in the arguments in defense of abortion. And they are echoes of the arguments made by slave owners in the 1900s or the 19th century. Uh, instead of property, it's body. Um, it's sad to see. Pitiful.